it took us 24 hours to process what happened on day 3 morning of the first test in handelate if it was summer of 42 back in 1974 then in years to come this batting performance will be infamously remembered as summer of 36 it was a horrible day and a batting performance which every indian cricket fan would like to forget not to forget the exceptional bowling performance and the relentless bowling performance from the australian fast bowlers pat cummins mitchell stark and josh hazelwood such was their dominance that their lone spinner nathan lan was not even required to bowl in the second innings atisham your initial thoughts on this batting performance absolutely abhishek the worst nightmare us indian fans could have imagined all out for 36 i would say 36 for 9 but then again a very poor performance when you see that batting card the highest score of 9 runs only that to by mayank agrawal and then we keep blaming prithvi shaw remember that he scored more than 10% of the runs in the second innings for us because we were all out for 36 the worst performance by the indian side in a test innings ever and what can i say it's a terribly bad feeling to witness that absolutely and uh, yesterday we were going to record this uh, podcast but uh, we didn't have much to say we were still gathering our thoughts it was a stunning performance from australian fast bowlers but it left us speechless because one hour of bad cricket and this bad cricket cost us the game and ultimately who knows maybe the series hey abhishek but uh, this one hour of bad cricket 30 minutes of poor shots again uh, making such excuses well if i could point out uh, virat kohli has been speaking this out since like 2017 when we lost against pakistan in the champions trophy final which we should have won and then in 2019 after 45 minutes of poor batting so if you remember no again it's not about those 30 minutes it's about the mindset the openers failing at the crucial point uh, in the ct champions trophy final in 2017 then again the top 3 making absolutely no contribution in a very important match and this 36 for 9 well the question that arises from within and what i think is is this team really capable of handling pressure situations and capable of winning big games and putting their step up when needed i doubt it you have asked this important question atisham but uh, in this first test at adelaide indians were literally bossing the game with a lead of 50 plus runs in the first innings obviously they would have liked uh, maybe 100 plus runs lead uh, given the way things were going for them but 50 plus was a huge substantial lead from the context of the game but from that position to this 36 for 9 is absolutely not acceptable for any indian supporters and indian fans you give any reason this performance such performance is not acceptable at any level be it that you are playing in uh, mud or if you are playing in sand Uh, you are international cricketers you are ought to get some runs you are not allowed to get out for 36 you are not allowed to bundle off uh, in a test match at such a level against such an opposition so that was a pretty poor performance and no excuse can alter the result that we saw on the day right right uh, we were talking about the uh, horrendous batting display of uh, of india but uh, let's talk about josh hazelwood and pat cummins but before that uh, i think uh, let's break it down day by day 
how it progressed and uh, what was the situation that led to the day 3 batting performance so let's talk about day 1 indians 233 for 6 uh, they were in it but one poor judgment in running between the wickets and 233 for 6 was also good result from indians point of view correct abhishek and uh, talking about day 1 let us break it into sessions uh, for now it was a typical start that we had in 2018 as well uh, for the first session we lost two quick wickets we were 30 out for two and then pujara was back at it again defending those balls playing solidly and kohli along with him were there so after the first session we would have thought it's a deja vu it's the replica of the adelaide test that we had in 2018 and then after when pujara got out still there was stability and rahane came out and playing well supporting kohli really well and we were 188 for 2 at that stage and at that point of time we would have thought that we could get at least 350 if not 400 but again that harakiri movement rahane getting kohli run out at that point of time that crucial juncture and uh, in the evening session Uh, the fast bowlers running through our lower middle order and we ending up at 233 for 6 it was pretty disappointing but as a fan if you ask me i would have been satisfied uh, with the start that we had 35 for 2 uh, at one stage 233 for 6 in adelaide day night test match i would have taken it Acceptable. it was not that bad yeah right and then if we talk about uh, that batting performance six wickets uh, prithvi shaw Uh, the incumbent opener which we were talking about he was like a walking wicket there and uh, even in both first innings and second innings so every time he walked out into the middle it looked like he was going to get out especially to that incoming delivery Correct. his feet not moving absolutely yes. not going anywhere if you would have heard pointing in the com box at that point of time uh, before prithvi shaw walked in or as he was walking in he was talking about his ipl stint with prithvi shaw and he mentioned to his co commentators that there is a slightly misjudgment which prithvi shaw has when the ball comes in and he was very much eager to see what he does with the ball coming in and michel stark swinging in back in and it required only two balls for his prediction to come through because he missed an inswinging delivery and uh, was castled second ball of the test match of the day in the first innings well <laughs> i would say prithvi shaw has failed to justify his spot in the 11 and there's a very big flaw in his technique which needs to be worked upon he's a great talent for the future i would say because currently he's not prepared for this level that's what i've seen I think uh, one or two or three uh, good runji sessions. Maybe if he scores huge, maybe 500 or 800 plus runs in those runji tournaments can uh, boost his confidence. Because at this stage, he is clearly short of confidence against the world-class bowlers. Correct, correct. And we talked about Prithvi Shaw. The middle order was as usual. They they played decently. uh without the run out of kohli who knows he would have got that elusive 100 this year as well with which he missed which is a big surprise that virat kohli not scoring a 100 international 100 in the calendar year so that was a big surprise but yes after 233 for 6 we come to day 2 uh the expectations from the indians was to add at least 50 if not more than that to the current score of 233 but it required only 11 runs and we were bundled out for 244 typical indian tale and the fast bowlers running through us atisham if we talk about that first innings highlight of that innings was cheteshwar pujara versus nathan lyon battle we also in 2018 that was 
the highlight back then in 2018 as well but even now in 2020 there's something going on between nathan lyon and jeteshwar pujara and whenever he comes on to bowl against pujara pujara looks uh, in some kind of trouble maybe he bowls outside the off stump and pujara is willing to offer his pad instead of bat so that brings forward shot leg and uh, the leg slip into picture so this is one contest which is going to be uh, enthralling throughout this whole summer correct and uh, with nathan lyon uh, he bowls on those australian track which don't offer as much as uh, the pitches in subcontinent and what he does well is he gives a lot of rest to the balls and uh, he bowls that fifth stump line unlike ashwin uh, who's uh, more direct towards the stumps and he gets a lot of turn and if you look at the other batsmen as well uh, the main uh, striking position and attacking position for him is that short leg because a lot of batsmen get those inside edges because of the refs that he has on the ball yes he's a great spinner they call him the goat uh, for obvious reasons because he's one of their top off spinners ever and he has done well in the first test and they would be expecting him to do well uh, for the rest of the series as well so that was one battle you correctly pointed out well coming towards the australian innings uh, the start was again a world recordish type of because they took 28 balls to get off the mark 28 was the right number abhishek yes adisham yes and from then on wade and the other opener joe burns they played solidly but they failed to score big they played a lot of balls but again um, both were out on single digit scores with uh, wade being lbw to bumra and then the famous bumra yorker to get rid of joe burns and with steve smith gone at that point of time indians were on top and no one could have thought that Australians could come back in the first innings of the game after that wicket. Uh, Atisha, if we go just a step back uh, and talk about the two openers, Matthew Wade and Joe Burns, huge question marks over their place in the playing eleven. Matthew Wade obviously had done well in the middle order, but as an opener, uh, there were question marks that who will be the two openers because uh, they were running out of openers and literally searching everywhere. Steve Smith's wicket was huge because. lot of question marks over ashwin ravichandran ashwin's performance in australia and the way he set up steve smith in that over in that first over was specially outstanding manus labishan and steve smith when they were batting they had survived a close run out uh, in the middle but the way ashwin set up steve smith was the highlight for me because to get rid of uh, of one of the best uh, in the world going now was simply phenomenal from ravichandran ashwin and the fact that uh, steve smith was coming from some kind of injury back problem was not looking at his usual best and fluent yes uh, you elaborated a lot of steve smith but uh, actually what i feel is he did not do anything in the first innings he got off the mark with the first ball and then he played 25 dot balls so it was a very poor outing for steve smith he did nothing mr straight ball from ashwin as did to rahane rahane so uh, 25 balls he did nothing uh, he was struggling and he was almost run out in the middle so i think he needs to go back uh, to his drawing board he does a lot of shadow practice he needs to get his mind straight because coming back from uh, that back problem the niggle that he had in the practice uh, as you mentioned i don't think his mind was set in to the middle 
uh, as it usually is because he missed his leg glances, the flicks. Uh, he was squared, squared up most of the times. If you notice and watch the highlights, uh, he went across, uh, tried to shuffle, but again he was squared up and he had to defend the ball. So I think uh, Steve Smith is a bit of concern for the Aussies and his being in form is very important to their chances. Talking about his partner, Manus Labishen, he lived a charm life in the middle. Dropped thrice, I would say. Uh, once it was short to Ridhiman Shah, uh, we could say that, but again the keeper should have stood up with the ball not carrying in the first innings as well. Dropped on three and went on to get a good 40-odd. Uh, that was a big, big contribution from him, uh, considering the match as it panned out later. But again, the catching from the Indians, five dropped catches, two by our keeper, uh, Rudiman Shah. Uh, Bumrah dropping Labushin on the boundary, then Prithvi Shaw doing absolutely everything wrong he could in this test match. Dropping Marnas Labushin again. And then... Mayank Agrawal dropping Tim Payne when he was on 26. And again, Tim Payne went on to get 73. So if you add up, Marnus Labishain and Tim Payne went on to get around 80 runs for the Aussies after being dropped on their previous scores. And consider adding those 80 runs to our lead in the second innings. Well the match could have been something else. So, Indians did absolutely everything wrong in the field in the first innings. And I would say they were not 191 all out. Australians were 191 for 15. And kudos to our bowlers to bowl those areas. And after those five drop chances, getting the Aussies all out for 191. Yes, Australia is a very tough place uh, if uh, you allow the batsmen to uh, settle. And if uh, someone like Tim Payne, who is very uh, sturdy with his technique, he's worked a lot in the past as well. And especially with this ping ball, uh, you can't allow the batsman to settle down. And after the ball gets old, after the 30-40 over mark, uh, the batting becomes easier. And if the batsman is settled, you are allowing the opposition to get away with this, which is not acceptable. When the bowlers are bowling in excellent channels, uh, creating a lot of opportunities in the field, your fielders got to have taken those chances uh, if you're playing at this level. And forget about this international level, uh, those, uh, especially the one which Prithvi Shaw dropped, that was poor fielding at any level. Yes. So you, you can't expect uh, the good work done by the bowlers undone by the fielders. Yep. And these dropped chances uh, got more highlighted when we played the way we did in the second innings. Because if we had a lead of maybe 100, then our batsman's mindset could have been something else and we would have played more positively, not giving away wickets like that. So, ending up, Australians 191 for 10. And the lead of 53 uh, on that pitch, I would say, was very handy. And as day two ended, uh, we were 7 for 1 when Prithvi Shaw departed and 9 for 1 at Stumps. And all of us Indians... We would have thought that this is in our bag. Yet again, Adelaide first test match 2018, deja vu, but wasn't to be. Was it, Abhishek? Yes, Adisham. And uh, I remember peculiarly because uh, I was working late and uh, was expecting to catch up the first session uh, one hour late uh, after the scheduled time. And uh, when I woke up, I couldn't believe what I saw. 36 for 9. I, I once again refreshed that page, assuming that uh, it was... Uh, website issue but it was not to be 36 for yes. 9 worst yeah. nightmares coming true 
I know, I know how you felt, how you would have felt because I usually wake up for test matches and this was a day night test match. I woke up one hour early and I had my setup. I started watching it and uh, it was a decently good morning. Uh, no deliveries were such that uh, there were demons in the pitch. Uh, and again, uh, with Bumrah there, he was defending solidly for the first couple of balls there. And no one could have thought that one hour later we would have been in that position. So, if Virat Kohli said it was one hour of bad cricket and we criticized that. But this mindset of the Indian team, which they have that if we falter somewhere, if we do this wrong, if we do that wrong, if we have a bad session, we could lose a test match. This needs to change because... I think what the team thinks is that even if we do whatever good we can, we can still lose it from anywhere. And that's what they did. That's what they did. That's what I think. What do you think, Abhishek? Yes, Adhijam. And it was very unfair on bowlers. Uh, you saw what happened to Mohamed Shami as well. We are also going to discuss that uh, maybe in a bit. But uh, you talked about the intent. Uh, we can't always hide behind that word, intent, especially touring abroad. And what ha- happened to Mohamed Shami was absolutely unfortunate. Uh, 36 for 9, trying to get those extra runs to put a decent target to the Australians. And then that incoming rising delivery from Pat Cummins resulting in that unfortunate incident. And who knows if Mohamed Shami is out of the series. Yes, he's already out of the series. He has got his left hand fractured and that is not a good omen. And that goes to show you how bad that morning on day three was because he's our strike bowler. He's one of our premier bowlers along with Bumrah. And we are already missing Ishan Sharma. And with Mohammad Shami gone, well, that is our team in a lot of doldrums because uh, it will be very difficult without Mohammad Shami and Virat Kohli to perform really well in the rest of the three test matches. And suddenly, when we were looking at finding the answers in the first test, maybe of the opening combination or wicketkeeper or the bowler finding the settled bowling combination. We go into the second test match uh, in the absence of our premier fast bowler, world's best batsman and an opener who is terribly out of form. And now you go into the Boxing Day test at the back of this humiliating loss and a lot of question marks over who is going to open now. Will Vridhiman Sa continue? And will Mohamed Siraj or Navdeep Saini be able to do a good job in the absence of Mohamed Shami? So yes, these are all the questions and headaches correct. going into correct. the second boxing and day test. If you look into hindsight, uh, if you just gauge this match in hindsight, it was absolutely everything that could have gone wrong for us has done in this match because it could not have been worse. It could not have been worse the way it ended. And with our key players missing, uh, what I would say is, uh, this is an opportunity for someone like Mohammad Siraj, Shubman Gill, KL Rahul to make their mark. Because uh, if you remember in 2012, when the team was in doldrums, uh, the young man Virat Kohli stood up at that point of time. Uh, getting yeah, our, Yes. First of all, in Perth, on that bouncy track, getting a 70-odd and getting his maiden 100 uh, in test matches in Adelaide. So yes, it's a good opportunity for those youngsters. Shuman Gill and Mohammad Siraj and I think they should do well. Atisham, I was reading a comment from uh, Mr. Gavaskar after that humiliating 1974 loss when Indians were all out for 42 runs. And he said that after that performance, uh, Arnold and Old bowled five good balls. 
which uh, got a five top batsman and after that there was no resistance from tail enders so do you agree with that uh, statement uh, in the context of this adelaide test it was a um, uh, matter of five or six good balls or it well, was good pressure no bowling right from the start uh, i won't say that it was a matter of five or six good balls because if you say that if a team bowls 11 good balls then a team should be all out for zero uh, it doesn't happen like that because if you are a batsman at international level uh, playing for a country like india which is amongst the top 3 test teams in the world you are ought to play good you are ought to avoid the good deliveries and capitalize on the bad ones you are not allowed to get out on every good delivery because if you do that then your place in the side should be questioned and talking about uh, contribution from tailenders well why do you pick batsmen because they can okay. protect the tailenders and get some runs because tailenders are who but the bowlers and it was the responsibility of our batsmen in the third innings to get some runs and set a good target for the australians well it's not about only this test match you talk about intent if you don't have intent why do you play at international level that is the only question that i would ask because if you go back 8 months to february in new zealand again in the second test match we had the lead of 7 runs after the first innings and in the third innings we failed very poorly we were 50 for 2 at one stage and we ended up being 124 all out setting up a easy target of 131 for the new zealanders the game which they won comfortably and if you look at the last few away innings in sena countries for indians uh, we have done uh, poorly more often than not even if you consider the boxing day test match in 2018 in the third innings uh, we did uh, very bad uh, we were like 106 for 8 i remember that uh, declared but we had that backing of the first innings lead that we generated over the aussies getting them all out for 151 and we had something like 450 in the first innings so if you look at in bits and pieces this indian batting lineup has been failing abroad more often than not and this is entirely unacceptable because at that level with such expectations you are ought to perform very well right and this is where the role of someone like cheteshwar pujara becomes of paramount importance uh, in the first innings when he battled it out uh, had a good partnership with virat kohli he consumed lot of balls and in the process uh, tired the opposition bowlers in the second innings he failed to a uh, ball outside of stump he couldn't left le- uh, he couldn't have left that alone and uh, if he gets out early it looks like the team suddenly looks elsewhere at the batsman is going to come in and, and take the responsibility yeah yeah and if you look at it this way if virat kohli cheteshwar pujara and rahane fails simultaneously in one of the innings any time uh, we just get out for a very low score since ms dhoni is not here to get us through to a good score at the tail end and he was one of those players uh, when we lost early wickets could capitalize on the situation and get us to a safe score uh, not entirely safe but a decent score one which was beyond the boundaries of shame like this 36 for 9 well uh, if you look at the openers uh, they are completely out of form mayank agrawal did well uh, in couple of years but st- again uh, he's out of touch and if you look below rahane there's hanuma vihari who is like on and off with his performances and then we have the keeper uh, vridhman sha uh, well uh, he has been back since a long time but he more often than not he fails to deliver in sena countries and then our famous tail the replica of chris martin i would say they just don't get us runs is they are like a pack of cards one falls other simply follows them Correct. and uh, it was more of a procession in, on the third morning uh, we were all looking for a nice weekend uh, looking forward to day 4 and day 5 and the whole chat was around 
whether it is going to be 250 or it is going to be 300 plus total which Aussies might be chasing but uh, suddenly uh, we were all stunned beyond uh, any words speechless and that's it uh, we have to move on uh, to the next correct, uh, correct. boxing day test wasn't 200 wasn't 250 it was 90 and we have to accept that and it was eight wickets eight wickets by which they won the test match and they're one nil up we have to accept that we have to move forward as fans it is very difficult for us to take the defeat the way it happened well you tend to lose matches but not this way this is uh, completely unacceptable and being a cricket fan uh, not i'm not talking as uh, an indian cricket fan uh, but uh, you don't uh, like to see such situations uh, in a competitive environment, uh, especially when it's a test match, you want a team to punch back uh, all the pressure that gets upon themselves. But uh, in this case, we just crumbled, crumbled like a pack of cards, as you rightly mentioned. So yes, the test match is lost. Uh, we must look ahead. It will be difficult for us fans to follow and hope that Indians would win from this situation. Uh, but that's the only option we have. And uh, considering the next three venues... MCG, SCG, and uh, the fortress, uh, Gaba, Brisbane. It will be interesting to see how the Indians pull up, how they take the defeat, and how they move forward. Right. And uh, if we talk about second test, uh, let's look uh, at uh, positives. I am pretty sure it's like an oxymoron right now. Positive after this first test. And like they say, when the night is darkest, you look forward to a bright day of sunshine. Uh, yes, and the Indians have previously seen such situations. You remember uh, Sydney uh, 2008, the series that we had. It was a dark test match, a dark phase for the Indians, uh, considering what went on in that test match. And then we came back very much stronger in the next test match in Perth, where no one gave us a chance and we went on to win the test match. Uh, so Indians should take a cue from that, uh, show some heart and perform to the best of their ability and give hope to the fans again and do well in MCG. And then we'll see how it goes from then on. Yes, uh, we all are hoping that uh, these scars are not permanent going into the second test, uh, especially considering the way Indians played on first two days. They were bossing the game. They were in the driver's seat. All they needed was a good one or two sessions of batting. Someone who could put his arm up and take the responsibility. In the absence of Kohli, it has to be Ajinkya Rahane and not just Ajinkya Rahane because it's a collective, it is going to be a collective team effort. Openers Mayank Agarwal, Cheteshwar Pujara and someone like Shubman Gill who is all set to make his place in the playing 11 will have to rise above their stature and we also how good uh, Ravichandran Ashwin was with the ball in Australia, especially the way he was criticised. And uh, the way he was the second choice uh, spinner for most of the experts. So let's see how he goes uh, in the second test. Okay, so Abhishek, uh, well said. Uh, I think we've covered a lot of points uh, for our review for the first test match. It was a disappointing result, but uh, we have to do it professionally. And I think we did it. So that was it from our side. Uh, I hope all of you liked our point of views and our detailed discussions on some of the aspects. We'll be coming up shortly uh, with a preview of the second test match, uh, which is scheduled to be held in MCG, the famous Boxing Day test match. And I hope that uh, you would be glued to our channel for our preview for that test match. 
i hope you uh, liked our content uh, and if you liked our content please subscribe to our channels on different streaming platforms till then stay tuned for further videos thank you Thank you.